Welcome to the Dream Life and Business Podcast. My name is Sarah Buner, and I created this podcast to share inspiring content and conversations to help you live your dream life. I also believe that entrepreneurship is the way that we can have the time, money, and energy to live our best lives. And so we talk about all things business here too. And just remember, your dream life is always just one decision away. So let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. And today I have my friend Kelly Matthews, who we actually met in Laura Powers podcast masterclass, which was amazing. And Kelly is uh, the host of the Enlighten and Elevate podcast, Enlighten Enlighten and Elevate with Kelly. Sorry, I butchered that one. And (laughs) she's also an Asui Reiki practitioner level two and just fellow awakening buddy. And so today we're going to do a few things. I'm, I'm feeling guided by spirit to ask some questions about your awakening journey. And then we're going to dive into some fun stuff with human design and just see where everything goes. So Kelly, thanks for being here. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Sarah. I'm so excited to talk with you um, and to tell you about my journey. So about, uh, it was about almost four years ago, I um, I got laid off from a job that I worked at for a very long time. And then two months after that, I found out that my husband um, was having an affair with a friend. Mm-hmm. Well, not, well, someone who I thought was a friend is how mm-hmm. I should phrase that. Um, so it's sort of, you know, my world really got under me and I you know I went through all the things I was angry I was hurt I was depressed um and I started I had issues too with like anxiety and um you know all the things like all during this time and it was suggested to me to use insight timer the meditation app oh yeah and I came across Laura Powers um Archangel Michael meditation and I was doing that and I started to look into her and I saw she wrote books on angels. And so I, I started to read them. And in one of her angel books, there was a channeled message and it really was a, had a very profound impact on how I was looking at my situation. It, mm. it said something along the lines of um, that things in life happen uh, for you, not mm-hmm. to you. And that really changed how I looked at everything and it and um I kind of went on this whole journey where I was reading um I read Robert Schwartz's book your soul's or yeah your soul's plan the life you um, or I'm sorry I know I'm butchering the title but it was um very um profound for me as well um and like Michael Newton's journey of souls I went on this whole dive (laughs) and um I just started, uh, then all of a sudden Reiki started coming across my, my path. It was, it was in things, it was in my, like my Amazon book pips and all these different things. And I'd never actually heard of it. Honestly, I, I had never even heard of it before. I didn't know what it was. So I started to research it and um, I actually ended up winning a reading with Laura and she was like, oh. you need to do, uh, <laughs> you need to, to pursue like learning Reiki. Yeah. And so I found somebody local and that changed my world I was introduced to like so many different things and spiritual practices and it's really given me a very good base of understanding energy and spirit and how we how energy is never created or destroyed it's only transformed and you know how we are like co-creating with the universe and all the different things and so it's really been so um profound for me you know yeah. my whole awakening journey and then they, you know, and all during that time like 
COVID happened and all the things, you know? So it's so, oh my gosh, all of that all in the same time, like collapsing. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. It was a lot, but I mean, you know, I, it's made me who I am and I, you know, I don't actually, I don't regret anything that happened because I'm very, I'm so connected with source. I have Mm -hmm. a you know, I have a different view of life and I would never want to go back to the old way of thinking. Yeah. You know, and I just, you can't actually, I don't think you can't. I don't think you can after an awakening like that. Yes. Yeah. Once you're awake, you're awake and you just look at the world in a different way. And I'm just, you know, on a continued journey to expand and grow and, you know, so that's, that's my journey. (laughs) I love that so much. And isn't it funny? I feel like Reiki finds the people that like, Reiki just finds yes. us. It's such an interesting it, thing. It really does. And you know, they that saying it's when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Yes. You know, it's really, it's so interesting and true that that happens. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much. Gosh, your journey is just so cool. And I have a feeling a lot of people listening are going to be able to resonate with exactly what you're talking about of being able to get to that space where we can look at the the crap that happens to us and say, okay, how is this happening for me? And that's like our point of power. Yes. Oh, I love that. Oh, so juicy. And so do you practice Reiki now with other people? Do you mainly use it for yourself or how, how do you integrate Reiki into your life now? Yes, I do. I use it on myself. I use it on my kids. I do actually, I just started doing distance sessions for people and I can do in-person sessions as well. So yeah. So I'm just, uh, you know, becoming more confident and comfortable with yeah. doing all those things. So. Oh, that's so fun. I love that. And then your podcast, Enlighten and Elevate. I mean, the name is so good. So I, I get an idea of what it's about, but what is your intention or like, what is your, what's it about? Like, tell me more about how that was born. And Yeah. So I went on this, you know, this whole journey myself and I, I started to think about things and I thought to myself, you know, I really wish I would have known these things a long, like a while ago. And also as a parent, you know, I feel like it's can be really challenging, you know, and there's a lot of things going on in the world today. And, you know, I, so I feel like I wanted to put information out there that I know that it's been helpful for me on my journey and things that I, I that. talk to my kids about, you know, I've taught like with my girls, like emotional freedom technique. And oh, uh, of so course, cool. of, of course, Reiki um, and just meditation in general, because I think meditation is so helpful. I haven't really won over my 13 year old son <laughs> with <laughs> some of this stuff, um, but you know, everyone's, I, I got to respect the journey of everybody. Yeah. And um, you know, so I'm really passionate about people learning about energy and you know, your, your, the chakra systems in your body and how that works with your you know, the physical body systems. And, you know, I'm just, I think that information should be out there. People should talk about it and the, yeah. and being able to self-heal because there's so many tools that we can do for ourselves that are self-healing. And I think people should, I wanted to talk about things so that people could try a bunch of different things because not everything works for, you know, the same things don't work for everybody. Sometimes you, you start doing one thing and then it works for a while and then you switch to something else or you right. combine and, so my, my, my whole goal is just to help people, you know, kind of navigate 
the world. And I say it's hard to human because it really is. Sometimes. <laughs> yes. You know, it is so hard to be human sometimes, yes. um, you know, and I feel, you know, just any way I can share something, even if I just touch one person, right. you know, then that's Let's, all that makes a difference. It's beautiful because I mean, you and I both know Laura and she's on here a lot. And I talk about her a lot on here. She's just such an amazing light and example, but you're doing basically how you're returning the gift that her book and insight timer gave to you by holding space oh, and yeah. sharing that information. It's like, yeah, you're I never even thought forward. of it that way. That's I so love cool. that. I've never, I didn't even, I've never even thought of it that way, but that's so <laughs> nice of you to say that. Uh, it is. It's so beautiful. And, and you're right. I agree that I feel like it needs to be, all this stuff needs to be mainstream. Yes. And it's not really widely talked about a lot of things. I still feel, I do think it's becoming more popular and yes. people are, a lot of people are awakening yeah. and, you know, starting to see, you know, different things and are more open, you know, to different things, you know, ways of thinking and healing modalities. And yeah, um, I really do believe that the future of medicine will be a combination of western and eastern and you know that that's really going to be something i mean understanding frequency energy vibration i really think that that is going to be the future you know i agree i feel like i've heard studies about like harvard and some of the other big ones working with sound and light and energy and i know there's a lot of like reiki studies now too yes it's so cool we're in such a cool time that we're going to see that weaving start to happen yes and we're going to be part of that journey we're going to be bringing the information out there for people to to learn so I love that I love that so much what do you feel like with Reiki or just your whole awakening and and spirituality journey or whatever you want to call it I know it's always funny to figure out the name but with your awakening what do you feel like when you look at your life now versus before you kind of woke up to everything or were forced to wake up how is your day-to-day life different as far as like how you feel in the present moment, how life is in general. Like can you give a window into that contrast or that shift? Absolutely. So now I have like, I have a spiritual practice, something that I do every day. I get up and I listen to my relaxing music and I get myself ready for the day, but I have my things. I say my prayers, I call on my angels and I ask for protection and guidance. And I use, uh, I use Oracle cards a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, pull cards, I pull yeah. cards for myself. Um, but it's like a, it's something that I do every day. And I'm telling you, and, and I have started um, doing meditation as part of that practice too. Oh, cool. And if I, if I deviate from it, I do not feel the same. I do not feel as, as light as well. I mean, I definitely know I'm <laughs> when I need to get out and connect. And now that the weather's nice, we can go yes. out and, you know, connect with, with the earth and, you know, and get that sort of grounding energy, you know, yes. at least in the Midwest, it's hard in the winter. Right. I do have a grounding mat and I do recommend people like to, during the winter months, if you're in the Midwest, get a grounding mat because yes. <laughs> it's something nice to have, like when you do your, do a meditation, or even if you just have it under your feet while you work or something, you know, it's oh, something good to have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I never did any of those things. And now when I am going through anything, I, a lot of times I, I, I will ask myself, okay, what is the lesson here? 
what am I supposed to be taking? I mean, cause still no, no matter what I always say, no matter how spiritual you are, there's always going to be days when it's, when you struggle or when, you know, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> yes. you might get thrown off, but I do try to, you know, time and, um, I do, I do like recenter myself, you know, I mean, like, I can't talk about the, how great insight timer is. They even have like a five, um, somebody I know shared a four minute refresh, like a white light Ooh. refresh. And sometimes if I'm like having a struggle, if I'm struggling, you know, I just will take that time. It's four minutes. I've got four minutes. I got four yeah. minutes to reset myself. And it's amazing how just taking, you know, I know a lot of, we are all busy and I know um, sometimes people say, well, I don't necessarily have, you know, I don't, I think take the time you can inside timer has right. many different, you can do very short meditations. And I think even just doing a little bit. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yeah. Yes. It really does. And I never did any of those things before. (laughs) And and now I'm trying, I I talk to my kids about it too. You know, let's, this is what we should try to do at the end of the day. You know, I, you know, I teach them all those things. So hopefully they have those tools a little bit earlier. (laughs) That's what I'm thinking as you're talking, because I love I love the fact that more and more people are teaching kiddos these things early. Yeah. Like it's and just, they're so receptive. Imagine. Yeah. Kids Most are of them. so receptive. <laughs> yes. Well, not my, yeah. Yeah, I, I could say my, my teenage son, not so much, but my younger ones are very receptive. And I, I don't know if, if this is your experience, but I noticed, uh, especially younger children, they, they are very natural with yes. grounding and even with meditation and connection that I've seen that with my younger, uh, my two younger ones, especially my youngest, who's five, she's very connected to the elements and to outside. And um, I, I, it's just so it's, I've noticed that and with other young kids too, you know, they, yeah. they're little friends and yeah. they just, they do things, they earth and ground without even thinking about it. They right. just do it. And they regulate and they, and they yeah. Yes, they do. It's, it's really uh, fascinating for me to see, you know, how natural it is for them to just connect. And then so when you teach it, they kind of, to that. yeah, cause they, my kiddos, like when they were in kindergarten, I would teach like energy bubble and energy space stuff, just really basic energy yes. grounding tools. And it just, all the kids just naturally got it. And it was like the coolest thing to see. It really is. It yeah. really is. And it's so, it's so good for them to learn early. I talked to my kids too about, um, you know, trusting their gut and the energy, because energy doesn't lie. So if, even if somebody on the outside appears to be very friendly or nice, but you're getting a gut feeling that's telling you otherwise, you need to trust that, trust Mm -hmm. that, you know, I mean, you still treat everybody with respect and kindness, but, but definitely protect yourself, protect your energy because not everybody deserves to be your friend. Not everybody right. deserves to be in your energy. You have to use discernment and um, teach that to, to our kids too, you know? Yes. And I, I think that. that's why, I mean, we all learn, right? I mean, I've learned many lessons as an adult. Too, <laughs> you know? yeah. I mean, just as I spoke about before, somebody who I thought was a friend who wasn't, you know, I mean, we all learn those lessons. Um, but I, I definitely look at the world in a different way than I ever, you know, in a more positive way that even despite, you know, I know we've, we've had some tumultuous years here yeah. and I, I still feel like, you know, you can, there's still so much beauty in the world. There's still so much good. 
Yes. And that we just need to focus on that and our connection because we are more alike than we are different. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Well, and what I'm like, what I'm hearing to kind of add to what you're saying is it's not that we're no longer human. Like I, I just had a presentation last week where somebody implied like, oh, once you wake up to energy and once you're really good at it, you basically don't have problems anymore. You don't make mistakes. And I'm like, no, we're all still human, but it's how we move through things is just totally different. Yeah. It's like, you know, you can handle it. You know, you can move through it. And if, if you need support, you can get it, but it's like, we're still humans. It's just elevating that consciousness to which we can handle the stuff that comes our way. Yeah. Handling it with more grace, more patience, right. maybe not reacting, you know, in a knee jerk way, if right. like where we may have done it previously, you know, and then forgiving ourselves when we do. <laughs> Absolutely, because that's still going to happen. We are right. human. Right. <laughs> we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And oh, you're yeah. right. You have to, we, we have to love and accept ourselves for all of what we are, you right. know, and that's, and we're not meant to be perfect either. That's part right. of the journey. That's part of learning, you know? Exactly. So. Oh, I love that. You know, you talking about trusting your gut had me peek at, I didn't share screen it, and this is just audio the people listening but you and I can look at your chart do you want to segue over to human design yeah let's talk about human design and I it's funny you guys before I hit record so when I'm in spirit doing energy work stuff I don't always remember the channel I remember the session and I asked Kelly I'm like so have you done this before and she's like yeah with you and I'm like oh my gosh <laughs> and I, and it's just so funny how that works but I was thinking about as you were talking your spleen and your instincts and like having that defined so that gut instincts I think we all have it, but yours is probably a lot stronger than those who don't. I think only like 30% of people have their spleen defined, which is so interesting. Do you know your kiddo's human design? I don't actually know my kid's human design. I don't. See, and that's, I, I like, so I peeked at my kiddos, not too much, but just for, because I don't also want to project things onto them, if that makes sense. Like, I don't want to. But, and I didn't really necessarily show them a ton of theirs because I, again, I don't want to project this, how do I put it? Like this box on them, if that makes sense. Like my older one, she's a manifester and she does have a lot of the manifester challenges where um, people either like attract, they attract to her or repel. Some people just do not like her. She's the sweetest, but she just has that energy and she likes to do lots of different things. Like she was in like five or six different extracurriculars last year whereas my other one she's a um cancer son in astrology and she's a generator and she just like stayed in her bedroom doing crafts until like 1 at 1 p.m today <laughs> like she like didn't come out of bed she just got up and started doing crafts like hiding away so for me it's helpful to just kind of contextualize and validate oh okay this is how we're the same this is how we're different this is you know based on human design what's going to help each of these kiddos yeah. And so that might be interesting for you to peek at sometime if they, uh, if they're down for it. Um, but yeah, so before we dive into yours, I'm curious from your session, what do you feel like as you reflected on your human design reading, what stood out to you or what what resonated or what didn't, or let's start there. Um, you know what, I think actually everything resonated, but one of the things I do remember that I really resonated with that you said was that um, part of my journey is to experience things here and that I teach 
through my experience. Yes. And that really resonated with me, especially in, in the last few years. I, it definitely has become part of my journey. So I really, really resonated with that when you talked to me about that. that. And I can actually, so that's the, so your profile is the three, five, the great life experimenters is what um, Jenna Zoe calls it. And so it's so interesting because I didn't know your awakening journey then. And so now hearing your journey, it's like, oh, I mean, I'm sure that's not the only thing, the only place that you've seen that um, pattern, but I can see now of like, oh, I went through this. I went through this hard time. I woke up to my own power. I learned all these these spiritual gifts. And now I get to share that with the world. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. I love that so much. Was there anything else that came up for you? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, You're putting me on the spot. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, I can't, of course, I'm going to blank right now. But I mean, I felt like I resonated with a lot of what you talked about. Definitely. And it's funny because as you're talking, and this is the coolest thing I think about all spiritual modalities, but in, especially human design and astrology is like every time I look at my charts, I see something new. It's like, we're ready for what we're ready for. Right. And so intuitively what I'm sensing to go to for you, there are a couple of things. Let me tune into it. So looking at your, okay. So there's two things and I'm feeling it like psychically, it's not even like necessarily in the chart per se. But one is, well, this part's in your chart, the right angle cross of the unexpected. I feel like this next chapter of your journey is really allowing the unexpected more Yeah. and allowing, and it's like, um, and you're also what's called a uh, non-specific manifestor, which I think we talked about, right? That's where specific manifestors, it's more like, okay, I want this kind of house, this kind of money, this kind of car, where the non-specific manifestors, it's more about having what we want and deciding like what we want, but tuning into the vibration and how it feels and then letting go of control. And so our soul in this lifetime is learning how to let go of control. Whereas people who have this as specific or left arrow, it's about learning how to control their manifestation. Yeah, that definitely makes sense to me. I mean, I've been doing, like I launched the podcast and I've been on this journey and I'm like, I have no idea where my destination ends. I'm yeah. just going with it. I'm just going with things, you know? And That's I, the beauty I, of podcasting though, because I'm a non-specific and it's like, it allows, it's a vehicle for that too. It it really is. And the I think like the concept of learning to surrender to spirit can be hard Yes, because it kind of goes against, I think it's like old programming. You know, mm -hmm. like you have to do this to get this and that. And some, I mean, and you, it, and that's not to say that you don't have to take action and steps you, you right. do, but it, there is like a piece, like you do certain things, but you don't have to like, you know, be burning the midnight oil to right. have, to have, to manifest what you want. You exactly. Know? Yes. And it's like, I just got this image of it's the intention underneath, right? So for me, what's been helpful is like the surrendering isn't, oh, I don't do anything. It's like when I take action, it's not from fear. It's from inspired action instead yeah. of trying to force something. Yes. So, so that's really an empowered state, right? You're coming from right. an empowered state then. But if you're in fear, you're not, you're not empowered. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's like, I just feel this. I can feel it as we're talking about it. What's also really interesting. There's two things coming up. Um, here one is that did you ever feel like you identify more like a projector like you get tired more easily than than most 
Sometimes, especially lately I do. Yeah. So there's two things with that. One is as a generator, what's really important for generators to know is that with your sparkly aura, like you guys are super magnetic when you're lit up. So when you have like that hell yes in your body, that sacral, like, oh, I want that. That is so magnetic. But anytime generators get stuck in kind of like a, either people pleasing or like a situation where they don't really have power to say yes or no, like, oh, I have to go do this thing. Oh, I have to do that. It will drain generators so hardcore. And so one of the stereotypes about generators is like, oh, they always have like a, this energy and then they just have to burn it off. But if you're not aligned, like my husband's a generator, <laughs> he just like literally falls asleep. Like he has no energy and he is like drained if he's not listening to that life force energy. Yeah. And so the other thing though, is you have three, so there's nine centers. And so you only have three defined and everybody's different, right? No defined centers is what's called a reflector. And then I have one friend slash client that she's a projector with eight of the nine defined, except for the sacral. Really? And so, yeah. So some of these other ones, like the, these are all motor, motor centers. So like the solar plexus is a motor center. So people who have emotional authority, like myself, emotions give us energy with the ego or the cells of the heart. This is a motor center. So it generates energy. So when people have this defined, it gives energy. And I believe, and I'd have to double check this, that the root is also. And so when people have those, even if they're projectors and don't have a lot of energy, if they have those, they'll actually have more energy than like a splenic projector or somebody who doesn't have a motor center. But for you, you have energy, right? And it's pretty grounded and pretty stable. It feels like unless you're, um, like doing something you don't like, but also because you have six centers open, you're more prone to the conditioning of the world around you, of other people, super highly sensitive and empathic to other people's energy. And so daily energetic hygiene and taking the things that you do and you're like, I totally feel better. <laughs> I can yeah. notice the difference. That makes sense from a human design perspective because all of these are open. So when we have open centers like that, we can absorb more from the world around us. That makes sense. So that, that really shows, and it doesn't mean if you have them solid, you don't at all, but your, your sense, your aura is more sensitive than most, Interesting. which you yeah, probably can relate to. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like that was true before your awakening, but you just weren't aware of it or were you aware of it then too, or? You know what? I, I wasn't aware of it, you know, like mm -hmm. being empathic and taking on other people's energy. I just, I really didn't have an understanding of it. Yeah. I didn't understand what that was. And then once I understood it, then it, it really, I had like, you know, it's like the light bulb went off, you know, and I really understood why um, being around certain people would be so draining mm -hmm. and and I didn't know the concept of um, doing a, you know, uh, uh, energy, clearing your aura, clearing your energy, or, you know, using Reiki or another um, healing modality, even tapping, you right. know, I, I, I didn't know about any of those things. Mm -hmm. And when I started to learn about them and use them, I mean, the difference in how I, how I felt was huge. I mean, yeah you know, like you can't, that's why it's like, I'm super passionate about teaching it to others because 
I don't want to go back to a life where I don't have energy tools, you know, yeah. and I don't want to go back to a life without Reiki, you know, right. and I love, you know, sharing the, the Reiki love with, you know, I think everybody should learn. I, I want my kids to too. learn it once they get older, you know, I want them to, to use that. I really feel like there was a time where everyone in the world was connected to Reiki. I don't I, know if you can feel I that. believe it. Yeah. Oh, I believe God. it. Yeah. I think there were definitely times where people were more connected with the elements and the oh, earth, yeah. Yeah. you know, and, and then we had, they, you, you have like all these different religions and I think it really changed, um, you know, there were all these rules yeah. and then there was all this demonization of a lot of the natural things that, right. you know, people did that helped others, you know? But yeah. when you when when people can't explain or have an understanding of what somebody's gifts are, a lot of times what they do is is they will make fun of it, they will tear a person apart, you know, because they just don't have an understanding. Or if it scares them, if it if it right. threatens a uh, an authority sort of deal, then I think you see things like the Salem witch trials, and yes. you know you see things like that have happened. I mean, in all sorts of things throughout history, right. Um, you know, when I feel like people just, are much more easily oppressed and controlled if we're disconnected from all of this. Agreed. So the yeah. more connect, the more connected to source you are, I feel you are just you, you're in a space of love, and I think you're you. I really think about things in a totally different way, and mm -hmm. you know, like my path and purpose. I really feel like we're all here to love, give love, and receive love and to teach that to our children and if more people thought about that I mean maybe they wouldn't get as mad at other people for right. you know I mean we just have to go back to a time where you can you know it doesn't matter what a person likes or doesn't like you can still like a person for who they are you right. know and and it shouldn't change anything just because say they like you know the Chicago Bears and right. somebody else likes the Green Bay Packers you can still be friends it's right. possible <laughs> right and I feel like I you're right it's like a silly example but no know. I think it's a good one though because it's that's you know when I think about energy and, and consciousness it's it's that fear to love again it's that bringing everybody back to a love vibration and you really we all don't even have to agree on basic premise stuff to respect and love one another 100% just honoring and respecting every individual for who and what they are you know oh, and that. yeah I really feel like I just want if, if if we all lived by the golden rule if we truly embraced that and treated others the way that we wanted to be treated if we if everybody really believed and lived that the yes. world would be such a such a better place you know yeah 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 oh my gosh so good you know what's interesting too is that I don't know I'm being guided to go this way it feels like from looking at your chart, one of the biggest lessons you've had energetically in the last four years is asking the question, is this mine? Is this not mine? Yes. <laughs> like it's, it's very, so I don't know why I was like, say it, say it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, so when I first started to learn about this stuff and actually I, I, I when I was working with Laura, yeah. she told, she told me, she's like, do you, you know, that 95% of what you're feeling is not yours. And then you, I learned about how you have to say, is this, is this my feeling? Is this mine? And, and, you know, now I, I know, you know, 
one of the places that I, f- I find most difficult to go to is the grocery store. Yes, I do delivery. Like, <laughs> there is I like can't. so much in, yes. you know, going on at the grocery store, but you know, I definitely pick up on other people's anxieties and things. Mm-hmm. And I know though now that it's not mine. Yeah. You know, and I can, so like there's these exercises where like, that is not mine. I'm going to just you know, I, you know, I always, I always, you just call in your protection after, you know, to be put in a protective bubble and keep your energy. And, you know, I always say, call in your angels and spirit guides. Mm -hmm. I actually do it every time I go to store. I'm like, please let me not run into anybody. I don't want to see. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's so funny. That's great. I should try that one. I'm just kidding. I don't leave the house very much because of those things, but you know, as you're talking, you're inspiring and reminding me to that energetic hygiene and these simple practices can really help us get control back of our energy. It's so powerful. There's two other things that are coming up here. I don't know why I'm laughing, but it's just like very loud, like say this. And I'm like, okay. So, and I think we talked about this in your reading because your G center is undefined. And this is like the where our soul and our personality come together. And so people who have this defined, they're the ones who are like, I'm kind of oversimplifying this, but like, I know I'm going to be a doctor when I grow up. Like they know who they are, even if it's not a career, it's like, they know who they are. Right. And they're kind of that their whole life, but people, I I have mine undefined. Also people who have it undefined, like yours, sometimes it's like, well, I could be this, but I could be this. And like, we know who we are from like a soul perspective or like a personality perspective and it's like well I could be an accountant or I could do Reiki or I could you know and it's we can evolve so I feel like there's been this theme for you of who am I and identity and part of your awakening was probably also that process of defining who you are aside from other people but then also that's still a life journey thing you're going through does that resonate absolutely yeah yeah it's pretty uh loud and then the other thing too is because your throat's undefined again mine is also there's a lot of times of speaking especially like podcasting where it's like well what do I say and other people seem much more articulate than me and like they take their thought and make it so like and I don't necessarily have that like I can build copywriting skills but that's not conversation but I can feel from this some of that well, what do I say and how do I say it? And where do I go with this? And am I good at speaking? Does that like some of that, does that resonate with you here? Yeah, it does. And I definitely think um, just, uh, I can tell you, if somebody would have told me four years ago that I would have a podcast, that I would be a Reiki practitioner, I would have looked at them like they had three heads. I would not have (laughs) believed it. I, yeah. I would have said that that is, yeah, I, you know, I don't know what are you even talking about, but you know, it's just goes to show you that you just really don't know sometimes what life has in store yeah. for you. And I want to say when things get tough. I mean, I would not want to live, relive the most painful parts of my journey because it was right. very hard. Um, but I want to say to people out there that if you are in a bad place, just know that you it's not always going to be that way. Right. And Oh, there are so many good things that can come out of those situations. Yes. You know, there's always a silver lining and, um, you know, no matter how painful the experience, right. I feel like there's always something 
that we can take from it and use for maybe 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 it's to help another person through their journey you know or you know who knows but that's I just felt like I should share that that I know that things can be extremely difficult but know that you won't it won't every day won't you won't hurt and you won't wake up that way you will feel confident and whole and you're not broken you know you're just I read something today that I thought was so cool and it was something like where a person kept saying I'm broken I'm broken and you know it was it was on um it was something on Facebook I don't know if it was sacred essence or something but it was like spirit talking to the person you're not broken what isn't for you is just falling away and that's just such a did you share that I saw that somewhere yeah and I thought wow that is a really good metaphor because I have felt I am broken I am but you know what that really that also I was like that is a beautiful way to see it you're not broken you're just you've changed and what wasn't for you isn't there anymore and now you're just a different version you know of who you were before and I thought that was so powerful you know I think the one I saw was similar it was like you asked for the next level so everything that's falling away is so that you can have that or something like that. It was much more eloquent because that same idea of it's like, whether, whether we're consciously manifesting or not, life will do that to us. And that's the, that's also the journey of the three, five, three, five is really about going through life and then processing it and saying, okay, this is what I've learned. This is what I've distilled. And it's through that process of experience that you're able to share that. And I feel like with your human design too, with the right angle cross of the unexpected. And again, I'm, I'm distilling this more because there's the gates and the channels that we could go into more. Um, but for the right angle cross of the unexpected, it's exactly what you're saying of, I'm thinking about everything you've said today with your divorce and being laid off. And now you're a Reiki practitioner with a podcast. It's the more you're allowing the unexpected to move through and our human self can say, oh, that was good or bad, but it's more about your life theme is about when the unexpected comes up, how am I going to transmute this into power for myself? Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah I'm actually not divorced, but um, oh, we've okay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. No, yeah. it's okay. Um, I shouldn't make that assumption because, you know, when I was a therapist, there are plenty of people that went through exactly what you're talking about where there's an affair and they work through it and their relationship is better than others ever. So I made an incorrect assumption there. That's okay. It's, it's strange. Um, I know a lot of people could probably listen to this thing. How could that make a relationship stronger? But it did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And yeah. uh, it did. So, and we can work through it. And I feel like anything, all marriages have ups and downs and, right. you know. Well, and it's the stigma too around, affairs and moving through or or whatever that may be and it's more common than people realize too and you're right it's it's a crisis point for a relationship to say okay how are we going to do this moving forward right how do we move past this and some people can and some people can't and you know what whatever you feel is right for you is okay you know that's there's no right or wrong when it comes to this you know exactly you know what you have to do what you can live with what you what how you can best move forward in your life so there's no I have no judgment for anyone just compassion yeah for people you know because it's not easy right it's not easy no no and it's it's just so empowering to hear how you've moved through this into this space of 
okay, how do we, how do I, how do we move forward and, and look at where you're at now. That's so cool. I know. I, w- I would have never believed it. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I would never have believed it a few years ago. So, so this, something like, for anybody listening, oh, yeah. you just never know what can happen. <laughs> yep. What's really interesting is it was almost like there was like a card deck of things that my, my, I guess you didn't know you're getting a channeling session today that my guides were just like stacking up for me to say the other piece that I'm seeing here, just by looking at your human design, it's, it's kind of jumping out at me almost like Oracle cards, right? Like, you know, you can look at them and then your intuition also adds that little bit of whatever extra intuitive insight, but for you, and I feel like you might feel this, it's almost like there's this next chapter of leadership. Like I see in the next few years where you're stepping out as a spiritual leader, not in an ego guru kind of way, although there are some gurus that are fine, but more of like a stepping into your leadership energy to continue to support more and more people in figuring out their own awakening path or their own healing path. Does that resonate with you? Cause I, I feel it. And then I feel like yeah. this huge fear. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like it's um, just stepping into it. Uh, a lot of people don't, I, I think spiritual entrepreneurship, I think is something that is uh, like an up and coming yes. thing. And it's like being accepted. You know, I talk to some people and it's not that they don't believe in somebody or think that they have something uh, to contribute or anything it's just because and again I think this is all old programming because yes. of old programming they think that you have to do this to be abundant you have to yes. do this you have to punch the clock and do the things and so I think you know um for me then it's like and, and then also stepping up and owning that and yeah. saying okay this is this is who I am this is what I believe and I know it's like coming out of the spiritual closet, if you yeah. will. <laughs> you know? And, yeah. and um, so just, there is that a little bit, I have a little bit of that fear piece, but I've been yeah. obviously putting myself out there more and yeah. more and I'm, you know, getting more comfortable with everything. And I honestly am at a point in my life where I can say, it's okay. I, I, I really don't care what anybody thinks anymore. And yeah. I know I'm not going to be for everybody either. And that's totally okay. I think yeah. everybody should, you know, follow and, um, you know, listen to who mm-hmm. speaks to them, who they resonate with. And one of my uh, spiritual teachers said, you know, take what resonates and discard the rest, yes. you know, and that's what we should do with, with every person, you know, I mean, just take, take what's good. And, and if something doesn't resonate, that's okay. Then you know, you just, right. you just really take hold of what you do. Well, and I do feel like as the non-specific manifester, when we look at human design, the more that we just tune into what feels good. And especially as a generator, like what feels juicy and what's that next step. And like really stepping into that, it's like the universe just brings it to you. And that was my experience when I used to do energy healing and intuitive stuff in person. I ran a healing center in St. Louis and it was so abundant. I did barely any marketing. Like I didn't understand marketing and copy back then, but it was because just being in the vibe and being like, this is what I'm here to do. The universe brought it to me. And so yeah. it's remembering that for you too, that it's, it's like, it's coming and it's almost like the energy of it. Can you sense how, and again, not in like an ego way, it's not about like, look at me. It's about, it's from a heart centered space of supporting more people and, and learning these tools and, and supporting them in their journey 
it's like, there's so much energy behind that. It's almost like there's like a push away because you know how big it's going to be. <laughs> do you feel that? I, I feel like, you know, I do feel it. And I feel, you know, the more people know about these things that, you know, there's that thing, it's like a rising tide raises all ships, yes. you know, and that the more people, you know, start to embrace even just like the, a little bit of the, the energetic tools. I mean, really, because we're all connected. Right. Everybody is connected. We are all connected. And so anything, what we do, that's why I think self-love is really so important because we have to really love ourselves and then really love, and then that allows us to really love everybody else yes. too. And that's like, that's why that, that's, I always say that they, I don't think self-love is taught very well um, yeah. currently, but you know, cause everybody thinks, oh, if you love, like I always say, and I, um, the greatest love of your life should be yourself, not anybody else. Yes. That is not, that is not to say that you can't deeply love others. Right. Of course you can. But you shouldn't, I feel like we've been in this space where it's like you, you have to like sacrifice your own well-being and for all these other people. And it doesn't have to be that way. Right. And I don't think you're giving the best version of yourself if you are not giving to yourself. You know, you yes. have to, we should be filling up our cups first so that we can be the best version for our children, just in for the world in general, you know, right. and, and kindness and happiness I feel is like it's contagious so the more of us out there that are happy and kind it is like other people do you know feed off of that just like they feed off negativity too you know so what do you want to bring to the world you know I want to bring I want to bring something happy I want somebody to interact with me and feel really good after that you know I never want to be the the person that tears another person down, you know? Right. It reminds me of what you said earlier about coming back to love energy and like how things will shift in the world when we do that, when we can share from that energy. It's like that, if everybody did that, the whole world would change. It absolutely would. Absolutely. So juicy. So juicy. And it will. I think it's coming. I do too. It's going to. Yeah, I think it, I, I do too. And I think that's why so many of us are being called not only to step into spiritual leadership, but also speak up, even if we're kind of like, really me, you want me to do the podcast? You want me to say this? And, but it's, I think it's because our calling, it's part of this greater community that we're building together. Yes. Oh, so yeah. juicy. I love it. What well, it was, I felt one more thing. Let me see. I didn't, I seriously didn't know we were doing like that a channel had come through today. Let's see. Oh, so now this is, people always ask me, how do you know you're channeling? I'm like, cause it's, it's not up to me <laughs> whether it comes in. It's like Reiki. It's like a hollow bamboo reed that we just moved through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's gone for now. Whatever was coming in. If it comes back, I'll message you later. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feel like when you think about just like your, with energy and, and connecting with source and all of that, if you could give people like three pieces of advice, a little nuggets to take away, what would you say? What would you tell them? Um, I would say uh, definitely you need to have a spiritual practice every day and that can be whatever you want it to be. However, you're going to connect with source. I think we need to be more grateful. Gratitude Mm. is so huge. We really, really need to be grateful for, um, all that we have, the good and the bad, because the good, I always say the, or the good and the bad are both gifts because they're both teaching us and helping us 
learn and evolve. Um, and, you know, really just self-love and self-care, you know, even if it's three minutes that you, or four minutes you can give to yourself, right. you know, I think, you know, that will make all the difference in your life. And that gratitude, when you, you will see the blessings start to multiply and in ways you never expected, you oh, know, that's that. it's really connecting in with those three things, your spiritual practice, gratitude, and, you know, self-love. I think that would really, anybody can, that can give just a little bit of time to that every day, they mm -hmm. will start to see the changes. Oh, I love They'll have that. an Im immense change in their life. I love that. It's so simple too. Yeah. Not easy to always do, but simple. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, and anybody, it doesn't have to be, you have to say, you know, the prayer here or do this yeah. or that. It can be whatever you want it to be. Right. You know, however you connect with source and what you, what lights you up, you know? I love that. And sometimes for me, just because I'm so earth sign in my astrology, I like to clean a lot to get ready. Like I'll clear the energy with different herbs and sage and stuff. But while I'm cleaning, I practice like that Buddhist mindfulness concept of when you're washing the dishes, wash the dishes right? and just really getting into the moment and practicing that sacred space as I'm doing things, if I don't necessarily yeah. have time to recenter. So we can really blend all of this into our daily life, or you can take a walk and connect in that way. But what I hear you saying is that you're encouraging people to really just find a way to connect. Yes. I love that. So juicy. So where <laughs> can people find you if they feel guided to connect or learn more? Uh, I'm at Kelly Matthews 840 on Instagram, Kelly Matthews on Facebook, and um, they can email me at enlighten and elevate with Kelly. It's all spelled out yes. <laughs> at gmail.com. Love it. Yeah. And I totally butchered that in the beginning. It's enlighten and elevate with Kelly is the podcast. Sarah, thank you so much for having me today. I'm yes. honored to be your guest and you are just so magical. And oh, thank, thank you for letting me be part of your world. Well, and thank you. I feel the same way. This was so much fun. And thanks everybody for listening. And I will make sure all of Kelly's info is in the show notes so that you can connect with her and her podcast. Awesome. Bye, Kelly. Bye. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to the Dream Life and Business podcast so that you're notified when new episodes come out. And remember that your dream life is always one decision away.